0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum, the Scandinavian Tobacco Group, Lane Limited, and the CountrySquireOnline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're
1: listening to Country Squire Radio.
0: Welcome to Squire Radio. I'm Bo, and I'm John David. Diddy. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing
2: pretty good, man. It's been a been a good day here at the pipe shop. Uh, yeah, man. January's over. We're getting into February, and uh, it's Valentine's Day. And um, wait and all that. Today's not Valentine's today's Day. Today's not Valentine's okay, Day. Okay. But okay. it's coming up soon. Yeah. Wait,
0: is it what uh, what day is Valentine's Day? Uh, it's
2: February fourteenth. You know that day I spend with my non existent girlfriend? Hey, the penny, your dog I know is very pampered on that. She day. she's very pampered. Yeah. Uh she she is uh the hairiest person I've ever had in my life. Other than you maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
2: I do I do love that dog though. She is my Valentine. Oh, right on. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep. I think our dog will uh well, she'll just chew it like any other day. She'll get food, she'll get love, it'll be it'll be fine. But, but uh, bark at things that
2: knock on the door and probably chew on her rear end some.
0: You know, my wife and I <laughs> we used to be very anti Valentine's Day. Like my whole logic was that yeah. Valentine's Day is, is the day for like bad yeah. uh, significant others to try to make up for the rest of the year. Okay. okay. But but now that we've got kids. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like all right, well this is an excuse. So any excuse we can use, you know, to, to oh, fun- we, can a- we can actually show that we love one another. Exactly, today. <laughs> exactly. We, we can get them, out, get them out of the
2: house. Hey baby, remember that's still a thing, this whole like relationship, <laughs> marriage deal. Yeah.
0: Isn't that fun? No, man. It's uh that's good. Actually, you know, you've actually been uh, in a yeah. kitchen here. Um you got you got something new on the counter tonight. Yeah, okay. So kind of kind of an announcement
2: tonight. Uh we have a new tobacco here at the Country Squire. We have not Released it to the public. Uh, we, we've had it here on the counter mm. uh, for the last two days, but we have not said anything until tonight, actually, Bo. So we are uh, we are announcing it. the 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 grand opening for our new tobacco is tonight. Hang on, do we have an exclusive here? We do have an exclusive. We
0: almost like. I don't feel think good about that. You've never given us an exclusive before.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. We have an exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Everything about Country Square Radio is exclusive. Oh, that's true. <laughs> this is our new uh, raspberry cream pipe tobacco, uh, and it's a jar full of it here, Bo. Why don't you give it a smell real quick?
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if the name doesn't give it away, let me go ahead and tell you right now. It is very much an aromatic.
2: It is very much an aromatic. It smells like uh, raspberries and, and cream. How
0: did you do that? It's yeah. uh,
2: raspberry cream. <laughs> it's a combination of uh, just a bunch of different uh, Cavendish and, and Burleys uh, to make just a really nice, uh, smooth, aromatic uh, tobacco. It's got a really nice room note to it. Uh, it definitely smells like a raspberry, so the jar note on it is one of those when you when you smell it uh, that last little bit on the end of it has that raspberry kind of tartness that is. Uh, that is so intoxicating. So, uh, but yeah, really good. We don't even have a name for it yet. So, uh, but it will later this week be available on uh, thecountrysquireonline.com. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so check it out. Raspberry cream
0: is not yet the name.
2: It's not yet the name. We okay. don't do not have an official name yet. Fair enough. So, yeah, fair enough. Well, so, yeah. fair enough. Uh, well just in time uh, for Valentine's Day. Day. That's right. Yeah, That's kind yeah of, You know, kind of yeah, raspberries, kind of red. You know, yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah, you had like a sweet to it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. like box of chocolates. Could could be something like that. That's good. Yeah. Well, uh, hey man, this has nothing to do with pipes, pipe tobacco, or anything related to country square radio but i just thought i'd share this um i was on a national commercial last week was it for pampers no <laughs> no but in all fairness or, i do have a lot of experience with that lately. i was about
2: to say you've given <laughs> them a the lot kids. of money they ought to feature you at least right? a little bit right, right? Uh,
0: yeah 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 tell, what so i didn't realize this tell me tell all me right it. so you know I, I do another podcast called flash tv talk yeah which yeah. is uh, an after show program for the cw's flash and uh it was really cool actually the cw they've got this uh fan talk thing they do and and they had uh, me on as a guest. Gosh weeks ago i can't remember when it was but uh they they also broadcast this thing as part of the show so like when the when the show's going during the commercial break they have a you know tune in before the show for the cw fan talk oh do cool yes yeah. it's, it's really awesome well anyway i'm sitting there and i'm watching because you know we also watch the show as we're going to talk about it that week i'm live tweeting and uh that commercial runs and i look up and there i am right there on the screen Oh, and that's something. Oh no, it's like oh hey, that's <laughs> that's me. I mean, it's very blink and you miss it, but uh, but it's still pretty cool. So uh, anyway, for those of you out there who uh, who watch The Flash, dude, this they, is great. They show it again. I'm the guy with the uh, red mic. Uh, okay, stand out like a well, like a red mic like a red mic yeah oh yeah. Hey, was it the red <laughs> mic that one with the that bozo cover yeah, that yep. you've got that's the one yeah that's the one yeah yep. Dude, so, uh, hey that's awesome man that's pretty cool yeah well, i'm not gonna lie it's it's uh it's kind of cool mm, your celebrity status has increased even more oh well you know <laughs> yes. yes yes this is this is just science this is just science <laughs>
2: exactly hey uh, another announcement uh real quickly is uh actually uh the ashton rep uh our friend uh vince jones with ashton uh out of Philadelphia, Uh, is coming to the Country Squire on February 17th. Uh, That's a Wednesday, 6 p.m. For those of y'all that aren't aware, Ashton is the American distributor for uh, Peterson Tobacco and Peterson Pipes. And so, uh, anyway, we're going to have a Peterson Tobacco and Ashton Tobacco event uh, that night uh, on the seventeenth will be great. Uh, so please come if you're in the central Mississippi or uh, you know any general South area. A lot of times for these events, we'll have folks come from uh, Memphis, Shreveport, Birmingham, New Orleans, uh, etc. So uh, please come. We'll have uh, some adult beverages and uh, lots of free tobaccos to sample and uh, and some promotions as well. So man, uh, good
0: stuff. Yeah. Anyway, bring All it. Right. So you said that was February
2: uh, February seventeenth, which is a Wednesday night. It's at six p.m.
0: Now that will be. I guess the same week as another monumental day in the pipe community. Um, That's right. The International Pipe Smoking Day. Uh, of course, this is February 20th, and for the last three years, uh, or at least almost three years of this podcast, uh, we have... Are you uh, really going to say this? We have annually, <laughs> annually, and without fail, done absolutely nothing. It's we, such a good tradition. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like one of these things, it's like, oh, you know what? Every single year, I think we should do something for this, and uh, and we never actually do. <laughs> so the question is, do we keep with tradition and just still do nothing, or do we do it up yeah. big and try to make up for the last three years? I think, I think we got to... I think we gotta pay homage to
2: International Pipe Smoking Day in some important way. Yeah, yeah. You, I, you know, I tell you, I think I'd like to uh, get feedback from our listeners mm. and, and viewers. Like, what do you do to mark? Uh, International Pipe Smoking Day. That's a know? great and idea. If you could tweet that in, and even you know, if you have got any pictures or any related stories, we'd really love to hear that. Uh, of course, you can get us at, at Squire Radio
0: uh, at, on Twitter or uh, or email us. We'd love to hear that, though. Absolutely, great idea. Well, man, we got a great topic for the folks tonight. Oh yeah, uh, we're talking plug tobacco. Yeah, man. Absolutely, I thought this would be kind of a fun thing to 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 go over. We've given
2: uh, recently some uh, you know airtime to. Uh, flake tobacco. We've kind of talked about the history of that. We talked about Navy tobacco a little bit, uh, but I, I feel like our 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 friend the the overlooked uh, plug tobacco kind of needed some love. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just and and a lot of these uh, you know variants of pressed or uh, you know uh, kind of squished <laughs>
0: tobacco wow yeah okay it, it, you like that that verbiage i think pressed is probably a little bit more
2: uh better sounding than squished <laughs> how, how about how about we, yeah so so for those that like the squished tobacco <laughs> uh you know the the you've, you've obviously got flakes and uh you know uh, rolled tobaccos and uh and crumble cakes, things of that nature are, are popular. But uh there, there's the plug that's out there as mm. well. And so mm-hmm. I, I thought we'd I thought we'd spend some time talking about that. Um yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we have talked again about the variants like the Flake or uh, you know, the navy type tobaccos. And again, you know, you look at the history of these things and you think about these are the tobaccos that Uh, in in a lot of ways, we're made for a convenience factor. Okay. Mm -hmm, So you've got, you know, think about kind of what we talked about with the, uh, you know, with the flight tobacco and, uh, you know, with the, with the Navy, you know, you've got your uh, you know, your tobacco sitting in the bottom of a ship, and it get it winds up getting pressed because a lot of things are put on top of it to store right. to make the transatlantic passage and all this kind of thing. So, uh, you've got that. You've got tobacco that's rolled up and kind of uh, put into maybe a container or or issued to a sailor in a in a in a uh, in a roll, just so a tobacco can be you know sliced or chewed pepperoni style. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think like a scudo or. Uh, something like that today. Um, but then, you know, or, 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 a, um, would be luxury bullseye flake or something like that. Um, but, but then you've got this plug thing too. And, and you're like, you, you open the can and you're like, Oh, it's a brownie. Isn't that cute? but it's like really hard and it's made of tobacco leaves and you okay. can't eat it. <laughs> so, so,
0: so plug. So I've maybe this, I mean, you know, I, I don't mind ever showing my ignorance cause I'm yeah. eternally the voice of the, the newbie. Yeah, when no, comes you're, to you're, this. you're great at it. So, so I've always kind of associated. <laughs> so is cake tobacco, is that not cake tobacco or did I make up that word? So,
2: Plug tobacco, we've got a piece here that we're kind of looking at. This is actually a, a triple play from our friend Greg Peace, uh, GL Peace Tobacco. But um, plug tobacco tends to be whole leaf tobacco mm. that's pressed into a very, very hard uh, little cake. It's like a brownie, so it's very hard. I want you to feel that, bow and just kind of feel feel the texture oh, dang. Of yeah that's yeah um, so it's very dense you feel <laughs> i mean the, the thousands and thousands of pounds of pressure with that 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 have that has been put under to to place that um to make it in this form is is really intense um a, a crumble cape typically or cake style is going to be something on on the whole on you know generally is going to be something that is a is a already shredded tobacco or something that um, isn't whole leaf and then basically is, is pressed into a, a cake that isn't nearly as dense as this. Yeah, okay. okay but can yeah. be
0: torn apart just by kind of crumbling it. You know what I mean? I was going to say, because holding yeah. it, I mean, from, from my experience with cake tobacco, I mean, it, yeah. it does, you can kind of almost it rub way, it apart. It gives way. It exactly. This, right. I mean, gosh, yeah. I feel like you need to have like a chisel, if not like a knife or something. Yeah, absolutely. And,
2: that, and, 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 you'll notice I've got my knife here. And oh, okay. It, I even, thought that would just
0: to keep me in line.
2: <laughs> oh, no. It, I mean, it, it is uh, among other things, <laughs> right. but, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, and even on, uh, some of these plugged tobaccos, I know, uh, our friend Greg on his tobaccos, you know, you'll see on the front of the tin, a. Uh, a pocket knife that is kind of along with the uh with the picture of the uh, you know uh, of the tobacco but oh okay yeah 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 see there's a pocket knife and a baseball right and tobacco <laughs> and a baseball glove. <laughs> but uh you know so the idea with plug tobacco is like you've got uh you know whole leaf tobacco on on average that's been pressed extremely hard into these bricks and so it's extremely versatile you know you've got a tobacco that um it's uh you know you can throw it in your rucksack or you can uh you know just put it in the bottom of your purse or in your pocket you know you don't even have to have a container, it's just a little brick, and then when you want some you you take it off and uh and 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 cut some off, yeah and that's right. it and that's yeah. it um so you know with plug tobacco you're kind of pipe smoking is already really finicky anyway, mm. right, so you've got <laughs> you know just think about as pipe enthusiasts, we often you know miss. Uh, you know lose sight of how nitpicky our little uh you know hobby and interest is right you know well you've got to use the this kind of tamp and then uh you know these kind of matches and uh you know it, you've got to use this type of pipe for this and this type of pipe for this and you know it, it's it's a it's a hobby where there's just so many nuances and 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 with a plug tobacco you're taking you know all the kind of meticulousness and uh, baroque characteristics snobbery uh you know convoluted uh intricacies of pipe <laughs> tobacco and,
0: and and you're and you're you're pressing it into this little this little brick
2: yeah and uh and there it is well so. is the
0: pressing method different for for this style when it is kind of the whole leaf like that
2: uh i don't think so I, my understanding is that they just put it under a lot more pressure okay uh yeah and and, and you know the varying it'll vary on the times that they Uh, that they press tobacco like this. So, you know, uh, some of them are just a couple months, some uh, probably just a few weeks, some are are longer than that. So, again, the pressing process is going to let those leaves marry together in a real intense way. You've got, you know, really, really wet leaves, really uh, dry leaves, uh, you know, some that... Are lighter and darker and so those will meld and kind of marry together and create this real intense experience and uh,
0: and uh you know you wind up with a little brick like that well what about the uh, the consistency though I w- it would imagine that that would mean you're going to generally get like a drier tobacco when it's all said and done yeah
2: yeah it, you'll see that a lot um, and actually with this you can kind of see uh Beau, where i've cut this out uh, with my pocket knife here yeah uh you know y- you've got uh, these are whole leaves in this little brick, and even you can see, like, as you're looking at this brick of uh, plug tobacco, the different you know leaves of Burley and Virginia. I believe there's some uh, perique in this triple play as well. Um, and so you'll you'll look you'll look at it, and you're like, man, if you don't cut it apart finely, uh, you're going to wind up putting a whole leaf of tobacco in your pipe, right? Yeah. And, and so you know, as you're kind of kind of slicing at it and 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 such, uh, you wind up with a pretty fine. Uh, tobacco cut, as you can see, what I've done here.
0: So that is so. actually the desired kind of uh, texture when it's all done. Not because I mean, you know, you think of your ribbon tobacco. This is yeah. far, far thinner. It, uh,
2: it's it's finer than that. Yeah. I will say, you know, this is how I like it. Uh, this is, you know, again, I've I've noticed with plug tobaccos, if I cut it uh, very fine, almost like a shag style cut. Uh, then I can get a really, really good, even burn on it that lasts a long time. Um, if I get more chopped, where I wind up getting large chunks of tobacco, uh, sometimes you can miss a little bit and like pull off a big, a big leaf like that, and just right. kind of, you know, you've got kind of a chunk that's errant uh, out there. Uh, a lot of times, those, uh, you know, if you have a lot of that, it's, it's kind of hard to hard to keep lit. So, um, but you know, it's interesting the origins of this. Um, Uh, You you had a plug tobacco, obviously, was very popular in the 19th century. So think, uh, you know, 1850s and such. You've got uh, tobacco and and they would take a lot of the poor quality tobacco and actually press them together. Uh, You know, you think of like, um, you know, like like stems and uh, ragged leaves and tears and things like that. Um, And they'd actually mix them with things like uh, molasses and licorice. Uh, licorice, uh, sugar, um, things that might give it impart some kind of flavoring to it. Um, and then, and then press it into these chunks like this. So, uh, that's kind of where the plug came from. They put it originally into like a barrel or, uh, you know, even like a hollowed out log. Think of like the origins of Perique, how the, how the Indians used to, um, do that. But they would, would press it very firmly into, you know, some kind of uh, device. They call that the plugging. They would plug it into this thing. Uh, and that's kind of where the name comes from. I always thought it just kind of looks like a plug, like something you just kind of, I don't know, just it, it looks like a plug. I kinda. mean, I guess, you know, when plug Tobacco came out and again, came out as kind of uh, almost too, too uh, you know, deliberate of a term to say when it debuted. But when it when, you know, plug Tobacco was kind of in its heyday and was developed, uh, this was a tobacco that, you know, you could look at it and you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna, I am can throw this in my pocket, I can put it in a bag, As I can stick it, you know, really anywhere. As is. As is. You know, you think of like, you know, nowadays you open the tin and you look at it and you're like, oh, I can do a lot of things with that. Mm. Uh, and so you, you take this tobacco and you have the option of either cutting some of it off and putting it in your pipe or chewing it, okay. Oh. So yeah, you had the opportunity to actually chew this as well, and I think you know, low quality tobacco. You had a lot of stems and tears and ragged leaves and things like that. They'd flavor it, um, and then you you know you could put it in your pipe or, or chew it. A lot of folks would even just uh, you know take a bite off of it if it, if they were able to. So just kind of take a like rip a plug off with mm. their with their teeth. You know, nowadays you've got two distinct. Uh, types of plug tobaccos okay so the the original plug was something that you know you could you could do both with and was intended for both uh, but nowadays the the you know popularity of plug tobacco has really uh, kind of gone in two different directions you've got uh, tobacco that are low quality that are meant for uh, chewing tobacco so think of like a Levi Garrett or a Redman or something like that a, a chewing tobacco that is uh, that is in plug form. That's actually meant for chewing, um, and then your much higher quality tobacco that's been set aside to make uh, pipe tobacco out of. So there, you know, even though the plug kind of its origins was, you know, here's your plug, chew it or smoke it, it's your choice. <laughs> and nowadays they're really separate separate products altogether Mm. and so you've got uh you know plug style chewing tobacco the difference is uh you know with your chewing tobacco it's going to be again you know a lot of um, you know torn leaves and tears and and uh, and stems and things of that nature that are flavored, uh, and and that's that's very unpopular today. So you don't see a lot of that anymore. Right, right. Uh, If you go around, you know, to your gas station, say I'd like some plug tobacco, they're just going to look at you, kind of like, what are you, <laughs> you know, is this some kind of witchcraft or something? Right. <laughs> yeah. If you go to your tobacconist though, uh, that happens to uh, run an upstanding pipe shop like the Country Squire, uh, they'll point you to uh, a, a plug pipe tobacco, uh, which is a totally different product. And and these are going to be again kind of. Uh, you know, premium leaves that have been pressed together over time uh, to marry, typically non-aromatic. Uh, this uh, triple play here is uh, uh, Virginia Burley uh, Perique. Real, real nice. We've got a couple others I'll talk about in a second. But, um, you know, these are tobaccos that are meant to be cut up with a knife and then, and then smoked in your pipe.
0: You know, it's interesting even to think about it as kind of low, you know, just throughout the origins of, of kind of the lower quality overall. Yeah. Because, I mean, I there just seems something special about plug tobacco. You know what I mean? Like there's just, it, it seems does. like it's like a, a unique, probably because I'm so used to loose cut and everything else, but it just seems like if, if, if you're pulling out the knife and you're shaving away at this thing, yeah, something special's is happening. That, that's what I'm
2: saying. It's not in w- earlier when I said, you know, you're kind of taking all the, the snobbery and right. like, and, 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 you know, mystique and just, uh, I don't know convoluted <laughs> little tendencies of pipe smoking and you're you're, you're <laughs> condensing it into this plug like it, it really is a lot of that you know you think like something special really is going on when you're when you're smoking plug tobacco so um i don't know i i, I kind of like that i uh, can dig it man nowadays uh you know like i said plug with chewing tobacco is not nearly as popular as it popular as it once was but uh in the pipe world we're kind of experiencing a renaissance in plug tobacco uh, got a few a few things here uh, of course, the triple play plug, which I uh, showed you, triple play by Greg Peace. It's a, uh, uh, I'll read from the can. It's a right red and bright flu cured tobaccos are joined by piquant Acadian Parique and a balanced measure of smoky dark fired Kentucky. So uh, again, these are cut in two ounce bars. So that's uh, just one uh, one example. The jackknife plug also by GL Peace is a dark fired Kentucky leaf, uh, ripe red Virginia, Uh, With the deep earthy flavors are layered on a central core of golden flue cured for a hint of bright sweetness, then pressed into matured cakes, uh, etc., etc. So uh, another one. Also, uh, another tobacco that we'll have for the the Peterson event that it will be here at the Squire later this month, uh, the 3P Peterson Perfect Plug. This is probably Peterson's... um, if I'm correct, this is their third best selling tobacco their Their first two best selling tobaccos are the University Flake, the Irish flake, and then the three uh, p Peterson perfect plug um, and and this is a tobacco that's just just exquisite. It's actually uh, probably probably my favorite Peterson tobacco. I would venture to say that um, and it says uh, the excellent plug tobacco comprised of selected Virginia leaves from Africa and Brazil blended with burley leaf from Malawi uh and it's uh just a very lightly cased tobacco and got a got a nice richness to it yeah is that one
0: can we open that or is that uh, we can yeah i'm just kind of curious actually
2: open yeah uh now this one's interesting it's a lot darker than the triple play that we were kind of looking at and so you've already been going to town on this one yeah this one has had some love um (laughs) and and you can see actually this was pushed mashed together uh, but it kind of fractured, almost uh, you okay. know, cleaved apart. You got at some a lot of layers. So yeah, you've got little Ogres layers. All gooders kind of
0: have th- layers. Plug tobacco has layers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't get the reference, but Shrek. Yeah. Oh, oh, good.
0: Parfait, man. Everybody loves a parfait. I, I like Shrek. I do like Shrek. It would have, you would have loved it a lot better if they said plug tobacco instead of Parfaits. I,
2: I, I would have. <laughs> Parfaits are good, too, especially the ones from uh, Cups, which is next door. Oh, man. Uh, but <laughs> this is a much darker tobacco than you can uh, kind of see from that triple play. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and real good. So this uh, it has been been great. You can see the pocket knife uh, kind of fissures that have come off the side of that. So. i got to
0: tell you, man. Yeah, uh, dude. So like I said, there seems to be something special here. You can definitely, yeah. uh, the, the snobbery kind of uh, circulates it. I feel so intimidated by this. Yeah. That, I I have never tried plugged tobacco and it's not like I'm just rushing to go out and do it because i yeah. I feel like I need to watch people smoke plugged tobacco a couple of times. I feel like
2: there I feel like so much of the plugged tobacco kind of draw is the uh the convenience factor of it. Particularly for those people that are like working people. Like people that like use their hands or are out and about in a lot, like the, the the guy that comes to mind, we've got a guy, uh, a really good friend of our shop named Thomas, and he's in the um, uh, Mississippi uh, National Guard, okay, and this is a guy, he smokes his pipe mostly when he's at drill, okay, which they have, you know, National Guard members go to drill typically once a month, and he'll go out there, and um, his his... Plug tobacco. He always buys plug tobacco, and the reason is because he can just throw it in his rucksack and not worry about it. He huh. doesn't have to keep up with a tin. Yeah, he doesn't have to keep up with a bag or anything. All he's got to have is his pipe, some form of fire, and his bar of plug tobaccos. is just kind of floating through all of his stuff, and it's just really easy to
0: keep up with. For yeah, and that idea,
2: you can put the whole brick even in your pocket. You know, even even without. Uh, any type of uh tin or bag or anything but you still have to cut it up you do
0: i mean like yeah i guess the assumption is you've got a pocket knife on you
2: that's exactly right okay yeah yeah i mean okay. if you're if you're if you're in the military you you've got you've got some form of knife close by yeah one one can imagine right one would imagine. <laughs> we would hope so Good. <laughs> um yeah anyway it's just a lot of fun it's fun to smoke it adds a uh, another uh, layer if you will to <laughs> to the uh, to the, the pipe smoking experience you know there is that uh kind of uh, romance about you know when you're uh, smoking a pipe the the yeah, you know the uh, preparation of it is so intense and and such a part of the experience mm. and with flake tobacco it even goes even more because you've got to tear your flake apart and get it just how you want it or even if you fold a flake you've got a certain method of doing that uh, with plug tobacco it goes even further and right. so th- there's that much more preparation that you've got to you've got to even have an additional tool a pocket knife in order to. To, to do that. And so, um, yeah, it's just,
0: um, it's just a lot of fun. I don't know. It's a different experience. Does the dense pressing method, would, would it even work if it was kind of pre-cut tobacco? Uh,
2: yeah, it, it, it would, but again, I think you're going to have something closer to a crumble cake. Sure. Then you like, would, and it's yeah. still, it
0: wouldn't have the same kind of uh, ugh, density.
2: Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Okay. Uh, they tend to, you know, when, when you're when you're already pre-cut, you know, ribbon-cut tobacco or cube or anything like that. that's
0: You're already hanging on by the grace of God. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you
2: are. You are. You've yeah. already got a lot of surface area right there that's, uh, right. that's you know, exposed. So, uh, yeah, with whole leaf, it's just so much easier to, um, to mash them down really hard. And you'll see these big uh, – if you look uh, Google up, uh, you know, like – pictures of plug tobacco you'll see these uh, big almost like you think of like cookie sheets or something that are just full of tobacco that have right. been mashed down to that That's awesome. that width uh, it's really cool yeah really wow. really cool
0: incredible man and hey appropriate that actually uh, the customer that you referenced is kind of uh, up in the military yeah man we got a military reference as part of our sponsorship today we do don't we yeah so of course if you've been tuning in the last couple episodes you already know Missouri Meerschaum has been helping making this show happen in fact this particular episode is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and specifically specifically. specifically two pipes you may or may not be familiar with. I'm talking about the Patriot, and the general. Patriot in general. Now, you can often find these two pipes paired together. The uh, the general is, you know, when, when you think corncob pipe, we've talked about it before, but just that MacArthur, just that giant corncob pipe. The general from Missouri Meerschaum is kind of in the same vein, except like cut that in half. Yeah. yeah. Real tall corncob looking pipe with kind of the base going out a little bit further down underneath the uh, underneath the stem right. than what you're uh, accustomed to. But for me, man, I am all about the Patriot. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Patriot is such a unique look that just screams. Missouri Meersham. It's kind of one of
2: those things I think you mentioned before the show, when you, uh, when, when you look at the Patriot Pipe, you're like, that's what a Missouri Meersham Pipe looks like. Exactly. Like, it's kind of got the little, uh, little gourd-looking thing on the top. It narrows down and then uh, has, a nice, has a nice long stem. It's and like so- an
0: upside-down bell. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I could go with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, you know, yeah. the, it really what, what I love about the Patriot in particular is that it really showcases just the uh, the uniqueness that, that uh, Missouri Meerschaum brings to all of its shapes. Uh, there's a quality. There's a specialness there. You know, you, you think with corn cob pies, there's only so much you can do. Well, check out the Patriot. In fact, we'll actually have an image attached to the uh, show notes for this episode. I think I'm more
2: of a general guy.
0: Are I you really? Be honest. I, it's, you're, you're going after Douglas MacArthur. Well, I, mean,
2: <laughs> I tell you like, what. But 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 half his size, because if you did the full size, you just... You, you, so you're half the size of uh, General MacArthur. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, at maybe. most half his size. <laughs> well,
0: I'll tell you what, we'll put it up to you. So if you've got a general or you've got a patriot, take a selfie of yourself this week smoking that pipe. Let us know which one is your favorite. That is the way you do it. As you're tweeting those into us, we will be sharing those photos out. So if you get got your general or your patriot, selfies this week. We'll share them out at Squire Radio on Twitter. Great pipe. Yes, indeed. Type question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week this week is brought to us by Orlick Golden Slice. Oh, man, I love it. All right, so we got a little bit of tobacco trivia for you this week. You know, the Orlick Golden Slice, uh, the blend is 100% mature of Virginia tobaccos, but it does have a touch of something that you and I both love. Perique. Parik, yeah. that's right. Man, I love
2: Parik. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those things that in the Orlick, a lot of times uh, folks can't. Really, uh, you know, find it in the in the Orlick. You, you taste the Virginias. There's some citrus you get there, but uh, occasionally you'll have that little bit of pepper or just a little a little sweet heat, as mm, it were, and mm. uh, and and it's that parique kind of coming out from the back. And uh, man, Orlick is just such a good uh, entry level Virginia parique. Uh, and one of those that you want to stick with at all times.
0: Man, you're not you're not lying. If you're uh, looking at getting into Flake, this is the one to go for. Got that nice little citrusy kick to it. Check it out. Let us know what you think. All right, pipe question comes in from Mark Van Vranken. Hold on a sec, Vranken. I feel I feel confident in Vranken. Where are you reading that? Oh, there it is. Mark Van Frank. You thought I made up that name. I
2: I did. I thought your your, uh, dyslexia was kicking in. (laughs) No, no,
0: not this time. It says, hi, guys. I'm relatively new to the whole pipe smoking scene, and I wanted to ask a question about using a certain pipes for certain types of tobacco. Yeah. I know that the general rule of thumb is to use a pipe for non-aromatics and a separate pipe for aromatics, but your recent episode on Navy Flakes got me thinking. Even though these kinds of tobaccos aren't aromatics aromatics when they have uh when they have rum topping or or include cavendish would it be wise to have a third pipe for just those Mm. or does it really even matter yeah thanks for the info again this is from mark vv
2: man uh mark great a great question Uh, you know and you're going to get a variety of answers you've got those pipe uh you know uh, how do we say it like Purists that walk with like a goose step, you know those people. Well, I like okay, like, <laughs> and 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 they're going to tell you, you know, you, you need a pipe for, uh, you know, English blends. You need to pipe for, uh, Virginias. Maybe even a, maybe even double segment that Virginia Periques. Uh, and, and then an aromatic pipe. You've got maybe maybe you'll have air, a pipe with uh, for uh, light aromatics, and then pipes for uh, heavy. Might be too strong a word there. I, no,
0: they, they, no I, it's and, the collector man, and it's, they, it's and the they whole, have their place, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have their place.
2: Now, as a as a tobacconist, like they're they're part of me that uh, you know identifies and sympathizes with some of that. But, I would hope so. You but, got like
0: thirty gazillion pipes of your own, not including the ones in this store. I, I may or may not have a problem, <laughs> but
2: uh, you know, it's uh, yeah. There are two trays behind us here that are full. of Oh my pipes. gosh. No, these it's are a, yours? Turn around. Turn around. Oh turn my around. Gosh. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in a therapy group for it. It's fine. It's, <laughs> wow. It's all working out. That is not a joke, um. people. <laughs> it's real. You know, so you've got folks that are going to say, you know, you've got to put all these different types of tobaccos into different pipes. I'll be honest. For me personally, if if something is an aromatic tobacco, it's it's got a casing on it uh, that becomes the focus of the, mm. of the blend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you know, this is a... Cherry blend. This is a blend that's supposed to be vanilla, a nutty flavored blend, a raspberry uh, raspberry flavored blend, as is our uh, new raspberry cream or uh, a caramel blend, uh, like like one of our other blends. But you know, you've got these different blends um, that that the focus is on the the flavoring. Okay, with a with a navy flake or anything that's got a little rum topping on it or you've got other other tobaccos as well like uh you know our friends at cornell and deal have briar fox uh, they'll take a little at the very very end and put a little whiskey on top of it okay just a little whiskey um is is it a whiskey tobacco no it's not it is is a uh, peter stokeby luxury navy flake a a uh, a rum tobacco? No, it's not. Uh, we do have a rum tobacco. It's called Treasure Island. And when you smell it and taste it, it's
0: like, oh, this is rum. This is flavored like rum. Can I attempt a cooking comparison? Uh, sure, go for uh, it. So, so, like, a chicken soup has chicken broth. Okay. And that chicken broth is, like, the reason. You know what I mean? Whereas when yep. you're making gumbo, you use a chicken broth base but it's an ingredient. But it's an ingredient.
2: Yeah, it's like a. It, it kind of comes from behind and just is a is a supporting character. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. So, um, it, th- th- tobaccos like that that are going to have some type of small amount of topping, or you know, it, even in, even in casing circumstances where it's just way in the background, um, I, I don't call those aromatic tobaccos, mm. and and I would be very comfortable. Uh, putting those in any pipe Uh, that's just me personally so uh, typically you know for me I have gotten some heat from this from some of our listeners and customers but again just personal preference I highly believe in personal preference in the pipe world Uh, do what do what uh, helps you smoke your pipe Uh, I've got aromatic pipes and I've got non-aromatic pipes Mm. and uh, in my aromatic pipes I'll smoke anything that's aromatic and sweet and non-aromatic I'll put pretty much anything else and And Virginia tobaccos, uh, you know, again, and this is just a personal thing, uh, they're so clean uh, that a lot of times I'll smoke them in either pipe. So even an aromatic pipe, I'll smoke a Virginia or a Virginia Perique or something like that in. You know, with me, yeah, might you get some ghosting from, uh, let's say you smoked a raspberry tobacco before you smoked your, uh, you know, Orlick Golden Slice or something like Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. Um, You'll probably get some ghosting from that, but it's not a detrimental thing to the pipe for you to be putting that... Uh, Virginia, Virginia Perique in that pipe. So, um, you know, could you have a pipe dedicated to just Navy Flakes or just Virginia's? Um, yeah, a lot of people do. I, I say, if that's something you're interested in, go for it. Uh, for me, I have pipes that I like to smoke so much uh, that, that I'd, I'd You know, I can't bring myself to dedicate them to just one type of tobacco because I find myself wanting to smoke the pipe uh, just as much as I want myself to smoke a certain type of tobacco. So um, so I'll just go for it. And uh, yeah, that's just me. But but, you know, I say follow your heart. It's one of those things, uh, you know, I would not tell you you have to have a, uh, you know, a pipe specifically for those things, but um, others might.
0: It's a great question, Mark V. V. Real good question. Man, yeah. we appreciate that. And if you got a pipe question of the week, send it in CSR at podesterry.com. Quick Fire
1: with the Squire.
0: All right, man, we've got our next to last penultimate. Quick fire questions from Martin Sendevi. Oh, that's a good word. Yeah. I, I love pen, penultimate. penultimate is a word. Is that, that not so cool? I think it's underused. Well, I mean, you can only use it once and that's the next to last time you do anything. <laughs> this, that is very true. Is, is this going to be the
2: penultimate use of the word penultimate?
0: Uh, probably not. Well, it is for this. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> it, we, well, uh, no, we, no. It's impossible for that to be the case because the pen... In, in, think about it. In order for this to be the penultimate... Use of that word, it would mean that next time we'd have to use it again, which means that next time we'd, it would be a perpetual thing. It's impossible for the penultimate to be the penultimate. Everyone just blacked out. <laughs>
2: You'll come back from your coma in about five minutes. It will all work out.
0: All right. He starts off: city center or countryside? Uh, city center
2: on average. Yeah, on average, that's good. Yeah, on a- I mean, I th- there. You know, we live in Mississippi. Right? Do we really know what a city center is? Hey. At, le- at least, no. I mean, you've been to like you know New York and fancy places like that. But like, I mean, I I was born in Houston, Texas. Okay, that's a that's a big city, fourth largest city in the country. But like, you know that that's that's very foreign to me. I mean, we live we live in Jackson. Sure. I mean, so I, I, I I'd be half and half. But like, I you know I'd kind of probably go towards the city center. Yeah, I'm more of a city guy
0: myself. I like it uh snakes on a plane or bears on a submarine now i'm assuming there Ugh. was i don't think there was ever a movie that was bears on a submarine of course uh, snakes no but on if a you plane. had but
2: if you had to pick between the two i'd right. go with bears on a submarine now submarines are more terrifying than planes to me seriously yeah i mean they really are even though planes are very fragile and you know even though the you know the statistics are what they are and more people die in car accidents than a plane Plan goes down like, you got a chance yeah you got a chance but like a submarine you like did. i <laughs> mean you, 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 we, we don't have gills yet right oh you might i don't know you might be one of those little jurassic park things but you know i i don't know bears are large and you can identify them and Mm. uh hopefully subdue them easier than snakes snakes Uh snakes just
0: wig me out i can't handle snakes
2: why did it have to be snakes bears on a submarine
0: yeah i would i would prefer bears but i also would prefer the plane gosh i don't know i'm dying either way right you know what if you're on a plane you can use a um uh, parachute yeah that thing i'm gonna go with snakes on a plane okay good uh okay salmon <laughs> salmon smoked or baked uh i liked um baked salmon yeah all the way
2: yeah yeah i'm a well, I'm a baked salmon guy It's smoked salmon's okay but i'm a baked salmon guy you know or, or grilled but that wasn't an option so we'll go with baked
0: smoked salmon it's if, if you're gonna do like lox and bagels Often no, you want
2: smoked salmon if you're doing lox on on a bagel. Yeah, because oftentimes yeah. you
0: can't get it. Uh, what, what is the the method, the pickling method that uh, that lox are typically? Um, oh, I don't know. I can't think of what it is. But but typically you can't get that in, in Jackson, so you gen, you generally get smoked salmon. Right, and, man, I love me some lox and bagels. So yeah, actually, I'm, I'm gonna go smoked. I'm gonna smoke. Uh, and then finally, Norse gods or Greek gods? Uh, yeah, I,
2: I probably have to go with Greek gods, but just because I'm more familiar with them. Uh, Norse gods, I don't know, kind of have this like rugged uh maybe pipe smoking factor too i I don't know i mean you think like norse gods like it kind of is more um you know invokes more uh tolkien kind of stuff i'm I'm more familiar with the greek stuff and 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 like and read a lot of that but um yeah
0: i'll I'll go with greek you know i i love them both you know mythology is on the whole i'm all about Mm -hmm. um and they're both you know, the great thing about him, both those situations, all the mythology is so like toppled in and you know, <laughs> insane. It, really, it really is. is. It's, yeah, it's insane. It's it's crazy. Um ah, man, that is that is a tough one. That is uh, individual Norse. Overall Greek. Okay. You know what I mean? Like like there are certain Norse gods, you know, especially yeah, I'm going to go with Greek. I'll go with Greek. As well. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Those are great questions. And uh, <laughs> next week we will <laughs> you really have. Really, pain- you painfully labored over that last one. Well, it's tough, man. That no, looks good. Morton's been. Good. I mean, no, he's, he been it, he's been on point. He's been on point. That's been good. He's got. Uh, so la- next week will be the uh, the last one. So thank you, Morton Devi. And hey, load us up. We've already got some of them in the waiting, but get yours in. That's Send great. them in. CSR at podasteria.com.
1: Your, your thoughts, your, your comments. comments. Listener Feedback.
0: All right, man, we got some great listener feedback in this week. Uh first one is actually an iTunes reviews that comes in from Man Thing772. Says one of my favorites. I am a relatively I'm a relative pipe newbie, and this podcast has been a treasure trove of knowledge for me. It's always fun to listen to and there is never a dull moment. Man, thank you so much for that feedback.
2: Thanks, brother. It says uh the next one comes from Atlas Custom Knives on YouTube. He says, uh real happy you guys are doing these videos. Uh the videos are really cool in their own right. But I've been working on Second Shift, which keeps me from watching live... And this way, I can still catch the show Monday night after work, even if it's six hours late. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, man, I know on a late uh, Monday night after work, it's uh, it, it's tough to unwind sometimes, but uh, we're glad we're a part of that. So, yeah. uh, Atlas Customized, <laughs> thank you, much.
0: Of course, tonight we've had some uh, fun issues with the, uh, the YouTube videos and everything yeah. else, but uh, hopefully those of you uh, uh, who've gotten this far uh, haven't been enjoying the program. <laughs> on Twitter, uh, we got in, this was from Mark, he tweeted in a picture of himself during the blizzard, and uh, I was 20 degrees Where he was located, he says, I think I deserve an award for Pipe Smoker of the Year. Man, no kidding. And uh, he actually uh, sends a recommendation as well. He was uh, reading this book, Christian Pipe Smoking, and says it is an excellent read. That's great so we really appreciate that love getting this feedback in from you guys especially those iTunes reviews we have got a nice little push lately a couple of you guys have been sending them in and we really really appreciate that so uh, even if you're getting your podcast through other methods we love getting them in uh, those iTunes reviews specifically uh, but we do want you to get your podcast through other methods, methods like the satchel podcast player I was player. about to say
2: what are some other methods folks can get them through <laughs>
0: hey we got the satchel podcast player out in beta for google play store we also have it uh, currently by invitation only on iphone and if you want an invitation Head over to SatchelPlayer.com, get your name in, we will get you access to the beta for the Satchel Podcast Player. Uh, You can also tune into the show through the YouTube channel live every single Monday night. That is at 6.30 Central Time. That is Four thirty Pacific, seven thirty Eastern. You're so good at math, thank you. <laughs> Again, countrysquareradio.com is the location for that. Keep up with us on Twitter. You can follow me at the Real Bo York. I'm at John
2: David Cole, or you
0: can get us at the shop at at underscore countrysquare. And of course, you can follow the show at Squire Radio. We love you guys, especially who are tweeting in during the live show. Uh, we got some mm-hmm. great uh, comments. One in particular I wanted to make mention of. Oh, uh, Mark Ferrar said that he's pretty sure that uh, he only ever uses, he basically has his Twitter account just so he can interact with us. I, uh, that's really the only reason you need Twitter. <laughs> uh,
2: that and like for, during sporting events to like see all these people erupting uh, over things they can't control. Like yeah. uh, both of those things are good reasons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so check it out, guys. All right. We really appreciate y'all for tuning in man we've uh we had a fun night man it was a great show yeah I had, I had a good time yeah all right man well hey let's go have a night see you brother
1: you've been listening to country squire radio a member of the potisteri network for more information on this and other shows please visit Pottery.com.